Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're live. I hope we're live. I'm at the studio by myself. Nico's not here to laugh in the background. And we're doing our live for the first time at the studio, apart from obviously our nighttime podcast. So I hopefully this is working out. Okay, the chat on screen is working. Praise God. I don't have any of my notes down. So we're on episode 66, (laughs) I think. 66 of our Let's Talk Supernatural. Welcome, Aaron, for the first time. It is Friday at noon. We just started doing this a few weeks ago, so people still don't know we're live. We'll let the numbers get up. We'll let people join. We'll hang out for a bit and talk to the chat. I hope this works. I have my Zoom down here. I have like a bunch of screens around me, but I'm sitting down on a couch and uh, just going to try to wing it here. If you guys see me get up and go fix something, it's because something's not working. So hello, everyone in the chat. First timers, thank you for being here. This is going to be fun. I have to leave and come back. If it isn't live, I'll just jump to the live aisle. Yeah, we're live here. We're live here, okay? I see everybody in the chat. Let's get everyone in. Let's share. Let me share. I don't even know why I share on Facebook still. This is kind of our hangout day where we talk and do our call-in show. Let me just share on Facebook. Just, I don't know why. I don't think it even does anything. Pretty sure there's like one person on Facebook, but we're going to go ahead and try anyways. Maybe one day Facebook will let us out of jail. We almost weren't going to stream in 2024 on Facebook, but you know, we had some... How do I say this? Some oldies but goodies, some seasoned veterans that said, hey, we only watch on Facebook. We don't know how to work YouTube. So we are staying on Facebook in 2024. But yes, okay. Welcome everybody, first time. Come on, purple shirt. This is actually burgundy, but yeah, I'm in a pink light, so you can't tell what shirt it is. I even got the collar for you guys today. It's very official here. Let me know if you guys can see me and hear me good. And we will try. Okay, I don't have my hint water today. We're going to get started in a minute. I'm basically giving you guys like a two-minute warning. And then we're going to put the number on screen. This is a call-in show. So you call in and ask your question. Everybody type one in the chat because it's one question per person. Okay? Please, I'm not trying to be rude. Don't go on. Do I have a pimple on my forehead all of a sudden? I think I do. Anyways, don't go in long stories, please. Don't start with, hey, when I was seven, this happened. Go on your testimony. Just, hey, this is how I found the stream how your ministry's impacted me. I'd love to hear that. I don't want to rush you. And then ask your question. We can talk and chat and I'll pray with you and stuff. But please don't call and say, will you interpret a dream or will you pray deliverance over me? That's not this stream, not this stream, but we will do that as well. And I'll pray for you. Of course, guys, I'm nice. I love you guys. I'll pray for you and all that. But before we do, my wife loves sparkling water. I haven't had sparkling water in years. I think the last time I tried it was like six or seven years ago. So I thought, you know what? Maybe my taste buds have changed. I'm going to try sparkling water before we start. I have my regular water here, which I don't know if it's good. Is it good that the bottle does this? Let me zoom in on this. Is it good that it, (laughs) I think that means it's like old or been sitting for a long time because the bottle just, you know, it's all bent and stuff. Okay. So I have my regular water. Let me try this. This might taste like poison, but let's see. Let's just try this out here. Um, it kind of tastes like water from a indoor water park it tastes like bleach honestly okay i also have i'm gonna try this on stream because maybe my taste buds have changed i hate sparkly water i have my well why do i keep changing this i have this does anybody know this is lacroix lacroix i don't know but i found it in our studio fridge it's sparkling water 
and then I have this. I don't know who S. Pellegrino is or Greeno. And guys, when I'm saying these names, I obviously know the same. I'm just being funny, okay? So just stay with me. So let's try these real quick before we start. And then we're putting the number on screen you guys can call, okay? First one here, we're going to try the LaCroix. 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 Okay, we're going to try this one. See how it is. I'm scared. I haven't tried sparkling water in six, seven years. I'm getting pimples just from thinking about trying this, okay? Oh, help. Here we go. See if my taste buds have changed. Oh, it's so bad. Oh my goodness. That's so bad. It tastes like I just drank bubble wrap. Oh, I gotta take a deep breath. That made my heart beat fast. That was nasty. I felt like I just got stabbed in the, in the tongue. Okay, let's try this one. Try this one. Oh man, these guys, what are we doing here? We're gonna put the number on screen. You guys can call me here in a minute. I think I just messed up my headphones too by doing all that. Hold on, let's see. Let's see if I messed up my headphones. I'm using like this little mouse scroll wheel and uh, it's not ideal. Let's see, did my headphones mess up? Nope, they still work, okay. Okay, still works. Here we go, we're trying the next one. Oh, that was so bad. I don't know why you guys would drink that. Here's the next one. Oh. oh! Oh, it's bad! Oh, it's worse than the first! Oh, so bad! It hurts! My chest is hurting! Oh! I actually fell out of my chair on that one. Oh. Whoever S. Pellegrino is. <sighs> okay, I need a drink of water. That gave me the chills. It was so bad. <clears throat> oh. Okay. We got to wash that down. Give me a second here, guys. <sighs> my sinuses cleared from that. All right. Anyways, we're never drinking sparkling water again. Maybe in another eight years, I'll try it. I don't know why you guys would ever drink that. This is Let's Talk Supernatural. Let's take our first. Actually, let's open the call here. So here's the number to dial. If you're calling in the U.S., dial the number. If you're international, type in the meeting ID, okay? It's going to be on screen right here. Here we go. Let me make sure the meeting's unlocked. I hope this works because I'm, I'm doing this in a much different way than I've ever done this before. Okay, so if you're in the U.S., call the number. If you're out of the U.S., type in the meeting ID. Oh, no. Oh, I just almost exited out of my whole stream right now. That would have been really bad. Okay, I'm trying to use this little mouse here. All right, here we go. <coughs> I'm having, uh, you know, flashbacks from how bad that was. That literally put me on the floor. That was so bad. All right, anyways. Oh, man, that was so bad. I feel like I just got abducted by an alien. All right, here we go. Let's take our first caller. Or let's open the call here. All right, the lines are open. There you go. I'm going to hold the lock button. And when people jump in, enough people jump in, I'm locking the meeting. So I have my finger on the lock button. Dial in. Phone number is 669-900-9128. And then you need to type in the meeting ID. Oh, man. I'm traumatized. Traumatized right now from that sparkling water. I don't know why you guys would ever drink that. All right. Here we go. My pimple's growing as I'm waiting. I hope this works. We're holding the lock button. Right when the phone callers get in, we're locking it. In three... Two. All right, it's, it's delayed. Here we go. Locking it any second, and then we'll talk. This is a call-in question show, so make sure you have your question ready. Mute me in the background. 
Are your phone callers gonna come in? All right, here we go. All right, all right, all right. We're locking it. We're locking it. Oh wait, is it still loading people? Oh, now I have now I have to like burp from that sparkling water. Okay, we loaded in eight people. That's probably as many as we're gonna take. I got a lot of stuff I got to get done today as well. The lines are full. Man, this little mouse thing is not the ideal. All right, here we go. Let's take our first caller. I hope this works. Jesus, help us. Thank you so much for calling in. Please let me know your name and where you're calling in from. Oh, hi. Um, I'm Cynthia, and I'm from Florida. How are you, Cynthia? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. My question has to do with um, witnessing to unsafe family members. Yeah, what's um, going on? The thing is, I have like people in my family who don't believe in God and specifically it's my brother um right now because we live in the same house and I just I'm trying the best I can to like learn more about the Bible and to have questions ready because I know in the verses it says to um in the Bible it says to like defend the gospel I don't remember exactly where it is yes but basically basically yeah and so i've just been like really scared and like really sad because i feel like it's my responsibility to make sure that i'm giving him like the right doctrine and i'm not you know corrupting my speech and saying anything that's not truthful and i was wondering if there's any advice because i don't like having this big burden but if that's something that you know god will want for me to care and keep caring and to love him, like, I guess that's what I need, you know? Yeah, so I'll say this. It definitely isn't your burden to carry to make sure that he gets saved. Our job is to share the gospel with people, share the good news, and then once we've shared the good news, it's no longer our job to convince that person to make them serve God. Really, our responsibility, especially if it's a family member getting saved, like, for example, I remember when I got saved, my brother was my best party friend. We partied all the time together. We were in the world together. He was, you know, doing a lot of bad stuff. Let's just say it that way for the sake of his testimony. And when I got saved, he literally told me this in a text message. He said, I'm going to purposely go to hell just to prove to you everybody you pray for is not going to get saved. So he was bent on, I'm not going to get saved. I'm not, I'm purposely going to go to hell just to prove to you that God can't save everyone. And he was actually moving to San Francisco, which is about an hour and a half from where I live to go plant a literal drug house to plant a marijuana house, you know? And mm -hmm. I just knew God was going to save him. I was praying for him. God gave me a word. He was going to save him. There was nothing I could really say to him. There was nothing I could really do other than pray, other than intercede on his behalf and I kept praying and praying and praying, and then it ultimately led to his encounter with God, his salvation experience. But at the end of the day, it wasn't my job to convince him. It wasn't my job to make him saved. It wasn't my burden to carry like, oh, he's not getting saved. I've tried. I've said this. I've said that. It was my job to just continue to pray for him, continue to seek God on his behalf, and continue to you know, basically intercede for him and pray that God would remove the blinders on him. Because the world, unbelievers are blind. The Bible says the devil has blinded the mind of unbelievers. So if you're trying to explain something to a blind person, it's really, really hard to explain something to a blind person that's never seen anything. Like imagine trying to explain a color to a blind person. They're like, well, what does it look like? Oh, it's red. Well, what's red? Oh, red is like roses. Well, what's, what's a rose look like? You just, 
if someone's born blind, it's very hard to explain color to them. Let's for that example. So unbelievers, you can explain and explain, explain and talk and talk and talk. But at some point, we need the Holy Spirit to unblind them. We need the Holy Spirit to take those blinders off. So in my brother's case, I needed to pray for him that God would remove the blinders. So I would say if you're stressed out right now, like, man, I have this burden. I have to share with him. Share the good news with him. Share as much as you know. Tell him your testimony and then pray for him. Yeah, of course, you can send him videos and like some of our resources and some of the teachings we do. Maybe we can articulate it better. But at the end of the day, your job is not to be stressed out all the time carrying this burden. Your job is to pray for him and ask the Lord to encounter him and to take those blinders off him, you know? And, and you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn as time goes on. You're gonna learn sound doctrine. You're gonna learn the word. But if you're newer or you're, you know, barely getting serious about God as of recent, you're not gonna know it all, you know? And I, and I don't know it all. Like, I, I, I don't have this special ability where I could sit here and convince anybody and make anyone get saved. Now, I could talk to them and use whatever Bible knowledge I have and life experience and testimony. But at the end of the day, they have to make the decision. And think about this. Jesus preached to people. There's no greater person ever than Jesus that preaches and people didn't get saved and people didn't mm -hmm. respond and people turned from him. So the God, God himself preached and people didn't respond. And in the Old Testament, God told like the prophet Ezekiel and Isaiah, you're gonna preach, they're not gonna listen, but your job is to preach to them. So that's your job. Don't be stressed out about oh. it. Your job is to preach to them. I mean, even Jesus preached and people didn't respond and rejected him and thousands left. So our job is to sow the seed, plant the seed, and God and God brings the harvest. Does does that make sense? Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, a small small question. So in yeah. terms of interceding, is that is interceding different from prayer, or how does that work? No, prayer is just a type of uh, intercession. Is a type of prayer. So it's you standing in the gap on someone else's behalf. He has no connection to God. Okay, he's disconnected from mm -hmm. God. The Bible says that the unbelievers, they're enemy to God. In his mind, him and God are enemies. So you are not an enemy of God. You are a daughter of God. So you intercede. That literally means to stand in the gap and to intercede and pray on his behalf. Because he's disconnected and you're connected, you're able to pray on his behalf, ask God for things on his behalf, and stand in the gap on his behalf. So that's what intercession is. It's praying for someone else because you have relationship for the, um, with God and they don't. God is hearing your prayers. So yeah, you're basically praying on his behalf, interceding for him and, and praying for him. So that's basically what intercession is. It's not different than prayer. It's just a type of prayer. You know, there's like worship, there's praise, there's intercession, there's petition, which is petition is when you're asking things from God. Um, there's, you know, worship is where you're exalting and praising God. So there's different types, but intercession is what you need to be doing for him. You know, petition and intercession, asking God, standing in the gap for him. And, you know, the Catholics teach, which is not biblical, that they intercede or they ask Mary to intercede for them, which you don't need to ask Mary. You can go directly to, to Jesus. You don't have to pray to a saint or pray to Mary or pray to anyone else or ask anyone for intercession. You can go directly to, for, to God, but you can, you know, stand in the gap for your brother and pray, pray that, pray for your brother and God hears your prayers and God answers your prayers. So absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much for your answer. Um, yeah. I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks so much for calling in. Have a great day. Thank you. God Bye. bless. All right. Great question. And yeah, it's working. Studio calling is, is working. I didn't know if this was going to, anyways, nerd talk, nerd talk. Let's take the next caller here. And if we get through all these people, we'll take more callers, but 
We're going to try to go an hour, hour and a half. Last week, I think I went two hours. The week before, I went two and a half hours. So, yeah, we'll see how long we go here. All right, here we go. Thank you so much for calling in. Please let me know your name and where you're calling in from. My name is Victor. I'm calling from California. How are you, Victor? Good, man. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I posted thanks my for calling, comment man. already on the uh, thing, but um, the question is, you know, I've been walking with Christ for about six years now, and I grew up as a Catholic, and my 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 parent, my 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 father and grandparents, whatever, they all always say we're praying for you. But my question is, so they obviously they have their saints that they believe in and their and Virgin Mary. So that is that like because I I deal with setbacks all the time. Is that like an open door for that in my life? Say it again. You said you deal with setbacks. Yeah, setbacks all, all the time. Okay, what do you, you mean know? by like setbacks? Um, like what would what would be an example of something a setback you're dealing with? Yeah, so like let's say I get you know I get bit on a job i get the job uh but you know I'm, I'm doing the job and all of a sudden something happens where that money that i was you know waiting on or you know i have, have to allocate it in a different direction so i'm kind of like now now i'm not able to use that money for what i needed it for but i have to use it on something else okay and you're thinking because they're praying to saints for you it's somehow yeah. opening a door in your life for attack yeah, that's what I'm, that's my question. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think it works that way. I mean, they're not like they're not cursing you. They're not doing witchcraft on you. Although I think it is necromancy, and I think it is an open door to the enemy when you're praying to dead saints or you're praying to people that are no longer on the earth, or you're doing something the Bible tells us not to do. You're idolizing them. You're venerating them, which venerate and worship are synonymous terms. So I think it is very dangerous when you're opening yourself up. If you are praying to again mary or statues or saints the bible makes it clear we only pray to one person right and we have one mediator the man christ jesus he's our only mediator yeah he's the one that brings our prayers to the father there's no other person we're supposed to be praying to so in that sense right. if you were the one doing it i would say absolutely you're opening yourself up to demonic spirits and demonic powers but if somebody's praying right. to saints for you their prayers are not being heard if that makes sense so you're basically just talking. If you're praying to Mary or you're praying or asking Mary to bring your prayers to Jesus or praying to St. Peter or praying to Paul or whatever, you know, uh, whatever Pope you pray to, I don't know. what I don't know the full doctrine of, of who they pray to. And the, I know the list is long of different people that they invoke and pray to and venerate. That to me is an open door, right. but it's not going to do anything. You're basically just talking to air. I think for the person... They're opening themselves up because they're doing something the Bible tells us not to do. But I think for the person on the receiving end, so for you, nothing's happening. I, I don't think that's an open door for you to allow the enemy into your life or to allow a spiritual attack for you. Now, if they're sitting there involved in um, Santeria and cursing and trying to put hexes on you, which I don't think they're doing, then that, that can be dangerous. And a lot of these witch doctors, witches, new agers, they do invoke the saints, right? They do invoke familiar spirits. They do pray to saints. A lot of people in witchcraft, they pray to quote unquote Mary or they pray to the saints, but they're just invoking a spirit attached to that saint or a demon attached to that idol, however it is. Not realizing it, they think it's the saint, but no, listen, Mary's in heaven. Mary's not hearing your prayers. Um, the, the, the disciples are not up in heaven sitting there getting your prayers and bringing them to Jesus or bringing them to the Father. Like they're not, that's not their job. That's not our role in heaven. There's nowhere in the Bible 
that says once we go to heaven, we're going to be bringing anyone's prayers or anyone. Now, the Bible does say Jesus is interceding for us. He's our eternal high priest. So Jesus is in heaven interceding on our behalf. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he does have intercession. And he is in a heavenly, there's a heavenly tabernacle. And that's another teaching. But Peter's not up there going like, oh, I wonder what so-and-so is praying today. Let me carry this to... Let me like imagine God the Father on the yeah. throne, and there's a list, a long line of disciples every day bringing in prayers. Like it's just not the way it works. Yeah. There's one intercessor between man and God, the man Christ Jesus. So that's that's Christ's role, not the disciples' role. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say their prayers are not being heard. It's definitely dangerous because you're opening up the door. Now is 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 anyone that does this going to get a demon? No. Is this always some open door for demons? No. But you are you are playing with fire if you are interceding to. Um, saints that are physically dead. And I know the reason why I say physically because the pushback of your family or people in the chat that are Catholic are like, well, they're not dead. They're still alive. They're alive in heaven. I'm talking about a physical death. Every one of us at some point will physically die, but we'll be alive with God, hopefully alive with God, or we'll experience the second death in hell, right? That's why it's called the second death because you're going to be going to hell. That's the second death. But there is a physical death and every saint that has gone before us physically died. They are not alive in a physical sense, meaning they're not audibly hearing our prayers or carrying our prayers. This is a man-made false doctrine that is nowhere in the scripture, nowhere in the Bible, and uh, not taught by the early church. So, yeah, I, I would say you're you're fine and, and you're okay there. Okay, thank you. And, and the same thing applies to, like, you know, she, my dad told me, you know, I'm, I, I talk, pray for your mom to protect you and stuff like that. Is that basically the same, you know? Is your mom passed away? Yeah, my mom's passed away. Okay, so your mom's passed and your dad's telling you to pray to your mom? Yeah, she tells me, like, you know, ask your mom to take care of you or to watch over you, whatever. Yeah, no, that's not biblical. There is a verse that people will try to use, which is, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us run the race with endurance. So they'll try to say, well, we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses from heaven that are watching us. Definitely not biblical in that sense. Is there a possibility? Um, I, I don't want to go deep into this. Is there a possibility that deceased relatives or friends and family in heaven have some type of ability to see what's going on on earth? Maybe. And the reason why I say maybe because in the book of Revelation, the saints in heaven are looking down on the earth at the tribulation saying, God, when will you avenge us? So they're seeing what's happening on earth. So that's the only reason why we give any kind of biblical evidence to that. But I would never preach or make a practice of telling people, you know, your dad's looking down on you, ask him for something. I would never ask my dead relatives for anything or even think like, oh, my dad's looking down at me. Dad, bless me today. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's there's people say like, hey, your dad's looking down on you. He's proud. I I don't I'm not going to sit there and argue and debate and be like, don't say that. But I, I personally don't ascribe to the teaching that like our dead relatives are looking down on us. Maybe they have some type of window into a life achievement. I don't know because I, you know, not in heaven, but I don't think that you're in heaven, like watching everything going on on earth all the time. But again, maybe there's a glimpse of something they can see. I don't fully know. I definitely know people that go to hell, the Bible says, are able to at some point see into heaven and see what they're missing out on. But we don't really see people in heaven looking down on hell. But again, in Revelation, it does say the saints are basically telling God, is it time to avenge us yet? So they're seeing what's going on in the earth. So I don't know. There's a lot to say about that, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever you know pray to my mom that's passed and be like, hey, mom, help me out in this job, or mom, hey. I, I think you can start invoking familiar spirits if you start engaging in that. Again, I don't think you're going to get a demon from doing it a few times, but if you make it a practice of trying to 
like talk to your mom who's deceased, you could definitely be engaging in some type of familiar spirit there. Right. Okay. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much, brother, for calling in. All right. Thank you. All right. God bless. Really good question. I know somebody's spamming me on Facebook right now. I keep trying to block them, but I'm not, I'm on restream. So I don't know why it's not blocking them. They keep asking me to message someone through Telegram. All right, listen, Dave Dalton, please stop spamming me on Facebook before I log in and permanently ban you. Stop spamming me. Thank you, brother. I'll look at your comment about, um, oh, that's a fake account with a fake message about Pastor Isaiah wants to give you a prophetic word. All right, if you're on Facebook, do not listen to Dave Dalton. He's a spammer. Man, I need mods on Facebook. Let me see if I can log in and ban this guy. I don't think I can from the app, unfortunately. Let me try. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, I don't even see his comment now, of course. Let's see. Can I ban this guy? I don't think you can do it on the app. Oh, wait. Yes, I can. All right. Let's see if he comments again. It's not letting me scroll up. All right. I'm going to leave my phone open. If this guy comments again, we are going to permanently ban him. All right. So I'll leave my phone open here. If you guys see Dave commenting again, we're going to send him to the block party. He'll never come back from it. Yeah, don't, I don't have Telegram, WhatsApp, don't respond to any of those. They're spams, okay? They're complete, not spams, scams, literally spams and scams. All right, let's take our next caller here. I was all trying to be nice. Dave, please stop that. It's a total bot. It's a total scammer. So no being nice to scammers. He stopped typing, so maybe the block worked. We'll see. Bring them on video? What does that mean? All right, anyways, let's take our next caller here. Trinity, you're the next caller here. Again, if we get through all these people, we will take more, but we're doing good so far. Trinity. Trinity, can you hear me? Turn your mic on whenever you can hear me. Okay, can you hear me? How are you? Isaiah, you can actually hear me? Yes, is this Trinity, like the legend Trinity from the chat? dude how are you man i'm good how are you i'm awesome it's like i'm sorry it's like 4 30 in the morning and i'm like where do you live i'm from singapore wow so you're literally watching this at 4 30 in the morning yeah it's like saturday morning here wow and what time are my six o'clock streams for you uh that's like plus daylight savings 10 a.m otherwise it's 9 a.m Oh, that's not bad, but you're faithful because you're here at 4.30 in the morning and it is 12.30 for me. So that's crazy that you're on. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Zay, I love you and the family so much. Honestly, the Saldemar family, man. Thank you so much. I was, we I was a part it. of your family. <laughs> we feel like you're a part of our family as well. We always see you in the chat and you're always so supportive and it's nice to finally talk to you. It's so cool. Yeah. Okay, the whole so chat I saying the famous a- Trinity. So yeah, the whole chat spamming you about you right now. Hey, chat. Love y'all. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay, so I had like a weird dream like a couple of weeks back. And I reached out to a man of God regarding the dreams. And he basically quoted... um jeremiah chapter 29 verse 8 to 9 i'm just going to read it for you yeah yeah read it to me because i don't have my stuff in front of me okay so it says for thus saith the lord of hosts the god of israel let not your prophet 
sorry, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams, which ye cause to be, man, I can't speak today. Neither hearken to your dreams, which ye cause to be dreamed, for they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, saith the Lord. Now this dream, um, it was a demonic dream, and he said that all dreams are fake. And my first thought was like, um, what about all the Muslims and, you know, the non-Christians who are getting dreams of Jesus and converting the very next day? So how would you correlate that? What would you say to that? Okay, so he was basically telling you your dream was fake and then using Jeremiah 29, was it, I think, 8 through 10 to say that dreams, God doesn't speak through dreams. Is that, am I understanding that right? Yeah, and that all dreams today, they're all fake and demonic. Who, I don't want to call this pastor out, but what type of church is he pastoring? I don't want to say. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a, cr a Christian Sorry. church, though? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's just crazy. The Bible, God spoke through dreams. I did a teaching on this last week, I'm sure you're aware of, but God spoke through dreams all throughout Scripture. And to say that God doesn't speak through dreams and all dreams is demonic— you literally spend one third of your life sleeping and they say you dream every single night. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if you just don't remember, but you definitely can have God dreams. I've had dreams that changed my life where God spoke to me clearly and I've had encounters with God at night. So I think that text is specifically talking about false prophets that in those days were saying we had a dream of this. And what they were dreaming of was anti what God's word says or anti God. Or let's say they would say we had a dream that we're supposed to be worshiping Asherah or we're supposed to be putting Asherah poles up or we're supposed to be worshiping Baal. And they're telling the people of God, we God came to us in a dream telling us to do this. And then Jeremiah and God will tell Jeremiah and Ezekiel and the prophets, these people did not get dreams from me. They say I'm speaking, but I'm not speaking. And the New Testament does talk about that as well people claiming authority from their dreams and visions, like using dreams to say, God is speaking this to me, or this is what we need to do. And God is basically saying, look, if you have a dream that goes against scripture and you're trying to say God told you, because when you, when you put God's name on something, you're giving that thing authority. You're saying God is saying this and you pretty much have to listen to what I'm telling you because it's God the one telling me this. So the Bible teaches against using a, God's name in our dreams as authority to impose our will over people or to teach something that's anti-scriptural. So you say like, hey, I had a dream the other day. I got, say I got on here, say like, I had a dream the other day, guys, that God is saying we're allowed to do this. And what I'm telling you all that we're allowed to do goes against scripture. That's what the Bible speaks against. Don't do that. You're abusing authority. You're using God's name. And God basically is telling Jeremiah and the prophets, these people say they speak for me, but they don't speak to me. I'm not speaking. I'm silent. I'm not, I'm not in those dreams. So that definitely is true. And then, okay, you have another camp that are cessationists that not all of them, but a lot of them don't believe God is still speaking. Boo, boo. We know that's not true. We know Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. They know me because they know my voice. We know God did not stop speaking. This is, this is what blows my mind about the cessationist camp. They believe mm -hmm. the devil speaking to people. They believe in the power of demons. But then if you say God spoke to me, they don't believe it, you know, and, and actually it's actually worse. If you say, oh man, help the cessationist Lord, we pray you would just touch him right now. If you tell a cessationist God spoke to you, they will tell you it's a demon. They'll say no. <laughs> this is so crazy to me. I'm sorry. I, I just have to laugh at this. They will say no mm -hmm. Trinity. That wasn't God. That was a demonic spirit. So they believe that demonic spirits can speak to you. 
They will not ever debate that, but they don't believe that God is still speaking. And they say, well, God already said everything he wanted to say in his word, which we know isn't mm -hmm. true because the word of God says that's not true. The word of God says not everything's in there. So all of the Bible is in God, but not all mm -hmm. of God is in the Bible. And we know this because the Bible literally says this. So yeah, we have to be very careful that we don't turn the Trinity, which is, and no pun intended because your name's Trinity, but we don't turn mm -hmm. the Trinity in from Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And I, I think the cessationists turn it into Father, Son, Holy Scripture. And they take out the Holy Spirit and they say the Holy Spirit doesn't speak. The Holy Spirit can't visit you at night. No dreams, no visions, no new revelation. Mm -hmm. And that to me is just antithetical to what the Bible teaches. It's Of course, that's not in the Bible. And the irony is what they say is not in the Bible. So they, mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry, this is turning into a cessationist teaching here, but they basically say it has to be in the Bible or it can't be true, but what they teach is not in the Bible. So it's very, very dangerous. Absolutely, God speaks in dreams and visions. Like I said last week, we do need to be careful with our dreams because the devil also can come in our dreams. We could also have dreams from our own soul, our own spirit. So we do need to be careful mm -hmm. there. But yeah, absolutely, I would say um, God still speaks in dreams. Amen. Thank you for that. I have one more thing to say, if you don't yeah. mind. No, go for it. Okay. Um, I just... I might cry saying this. I just really want to thank Alyssa, your wife, for starting the uh, 90 day challenge. Because before this, Isaiah, um, in 2020, I walked away from the Mormon church and I lost all my friends. And I mean, like I had no friends whatsoever. I was in a place of isolation for about three years. And Alyssa, when she started the challenge, it brought um, me and a group of ladies from your lives and your Discord server together, like Diane, and all these other ladies and i actually have a real sister in christ now and we were we're still meeting every day wow. we're um we're still meeting every day now we're um uh, look uh, now we're watching like videos on revelations and also we're doing um a proverb a day like we miss reading even after the challenge ended and we we That's needed incredible. each other we really needed each other. And I'm just trembling as I'm saying this, because if Alyssa wasn't obedient in, in doing this challenge, I think I would have remained in like complete isolation wow. from just, you know, having like other sisters in Christ. Like I needed this so much. That Honestly, is incredible. And, that's such a testimony. Yeah. I, I truly love you and your family. Like, honestly, thank you all for being so obedient to God. Because the rest of us here, we truly needed this community, especially during the lockdowns when I had no one. And I'm so grateful to y'all for honestly, like your 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 faith in God and for your obedience. Truly, That's your amazing. obedience. It's, I pray for y'all every day. And I love y'all truly, honestly. I love y'all so much. Especially Diane. I talk to I talk to her every day. I meet up with her every day. And I need I needed someone like her, an elder in Christ, you know, like in my life, and someone like nurturing me. And I love her so much. And I thank y'all for everything that y'all do, honestly. That's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that. I don't think you guys realize how um important it is for us to hear those testimonies because it's we're like right now I'm in a studio. I'm looking at a screen. There's no human contact. It's hard to see what's on the other screen or on the other side of the screen and the testimonies, right? And so when you share that, it really humanizes what we're doing and 
it's encouraging because I get so discouraged so easily, which is not of God, but I get discouraged of like, is anybody even getting help? Is this even doing anything? Are people's lives even being changed by this? So for you to share that is so huge. And my wife's going to cry, by the way, when she hears your testimony. I'm going to send her this clip of the video. Um, she's busy right now, but she's definitely going to mm -hmm. cry when she hears that because it was extremely hard for her to do it. She had never read through the entire Bible. She was super like, she shared a little bit about this, but she was very embarrassed about that. She couldn't finish through the Bible. And now she's done the Bible 90 days, two times back to back. So she's read the Bible tw in two times in six months. And it, for her, it was a huge deal. And then bringing it to our community and having people join along, it's been so life-changing. So to hear the stories is just incredible. It's beautiful. And we love you as well. Your family, you know, we all live in different parts of the world. We all probably will never meet each other to an extent, but we know we're all going to be in heaven forever together. So we're going to have plenty of time to hang out in heaven, talk all about everything that God did here on earth. And also like the online is such a beautiful way to connect with people through the discord, through video calls. It's just so awesome that you're literally in Singapore I'm in central mm -hmm. California and we're on a phone call right now and we're building community and we're, you know, we have this online church that God has, that God has birthed. We didn't do it. I didn't want to do this. I didn't start this. God started this. God's the one doing this. It's not my channel. It's his channel. I'm doing whatever he's telling me to do. And it's just a beautiful thing to see your story and, and to hear your testimony because more women out there and men out there don't have community, don't have friends and family and they need, they need this. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank um, you so much for calling in too. Yep. Love y'all. Yeah. Wait, what were we going to say? <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say one more thing. Um, I love everyone in chat. Literally, y'all make me laugh like crazy. It's one of the reasons why I watch every single time. It's not just for Isaiah. It's some of y'all in chat, y'all. Y'all have that, I don't know, that funny bug. I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think that's just what I wanted to say. Awesome. Well, listen, let's stay funny. I know people get mad at me when I'm constantly making jokes and saying funny things, but oh, well, we like to laugh here. So everybody in the chat, I want you right now to tell your face to smile. You can laugh. You can enjoy life. It's, go it's godly. God created laughter and joy. So yeah, love the funny chat. And I love reading the chat. I'm, I mean, I'm always reading the chat. I'm always... There's barely not a minute where I'm live where I'm not reading the chat. So it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, God yeah. bless you. We'll talk to you soon, Trinity. All right. Bye. Love you all. Right, God bless. Love you. God bless. Mm -hmm. What an awesome, awesome testimony of what God is doing, of community. She's in Singapore. It's literally the middle of the night was 430 in the morning. Well, I guess that's not even morning. That's the middle of the night. In my opinion, that's the middle of the night. Some of you wake up way too early, but Man, and she's, she's on the streams and God is moving. So that's awesome. Okay. We have a couple more on Zoom. We're 40 minutes in. We'll take these. And if we have some extra time, we'll reopen the calls. All right. I don't know why my lighting keeps changing on that camera. I got to figure that out today because it's bugging me. All right. Here we go. Take our next caller here. Hopefully it loads them in. All right, uh, Louisa, I think I'm saying it right. You can turn on your mic whenever you connect. The Zoom does take a little bit longer, guys, so it's gonna take time to get people through, but yes. And if you guys didn't see, I almost died earlier drinking sparkling water, so feel free to go watch that in the beginning after. All right, Louisa, Louis, uh, Louisa, I think it's Louisa. I might be saying it wrong, but I, uh, if you could turn on your mic, that would be awesome. 
I think you're getting it there. Oh, hey, you have your video on. I see you. Hello. I don't hear you yet. There should be like on the bottom, there's a little mic button where you can unmute or bottom left of your screen. I can't hear you yet. It says your mic's not enabled. Let's see. All right, I see her, guys. She's working it out. We're going to give her a second to work it out here. There she goes. She's connecting. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, awesome. How are you? I'm so, oh, I want to praise Jesus. I literally prayed for this. I, awesome. I, I this is my third time trying. Hi, yes, Luisa. I, I, I wasn't hearing you earlier. Uh, it's how you pronounce it. I'm from uh, California. A little nervous. Hey, uh, don't be nervous. It's, California. It's my third time trying to connect so it's like ah oh, praise praise the lord you're in and you said it's uh louisa yeah louisa louisa okay awesome i like your name as well what's going on what what are you calling in for how's it going uh, pretty good i i did have a question about uh, i saw your video with lad and someone else you you talked about soul ties and i i i got the concept but you did say some there's a positive soul tie and I just wanted uh, more, I guess, in for you to explain that better because uh, I didn't really get that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. When do you know when the live was? I think it was like what, maybe eight months ago, a year ago. A year ago, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't remember all the notes fully of what we talked about. I don't have all the notes in front of me, but I think what you probably are referring to is Jonathan and David. If I'm, if I'm remembering how their soul was. I know uh oh jonathan oh yes 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 was yes. that was that right i'm just trying to think from the top of my head yes that was one of the i guess the only example given about a positive so i yeah. was just wondering if there was still more or like can you elaborate a bit more what's positive because the whole idea seems very like demonic like having negative like soul ties can having your soul tied to someone so when i heard about it being uh positive um it was just yeah confusing yeah, so with the whole thing of soul ties, it's definitely not something we teach often or I would make video after video. So for example, if you if you look at prayer, I have endless videos on prayer. I'm always talking about prayer. I'm always praying. And prayer is a major thing in our ministry. We're actually, we're starting, shout out to the first seven days of the year, we'll be prayer live stream every day. And the reason why I'm saying all that to say is this is a major theme in scripture, okay? Prayer is a major theme in scripture. Miracles are a major theme in, theme in scripture. Casting out demons is a major thing in the new, theme in the New Testament and in the gospels. So these things we emphasize heavily on because of their frequency in scripture. Soul ties is not one of those things. It's not something that's talked about all through the Bible. It's not something that's um, talked about commonly. Yeah, sorry guys. If the audio is cutting out, refresh the feed. It's YouTube, not me. I'm literally at a different studio and it's still happening. So just YouTube's having issues right now. Refresh it. But so that is why Soul Ties, we don't have a lot of teachings on it or long teachings on it because it's only mentioned one or two times in scripture. But I do believe it is a real thing. And also I will say this, just because something's not mentioned in the Bible doesn't mean it's not real, right? We know there's so many things. The Bible's not exhaustive. So the Bible's not you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of pages that's gonna, that has the definition of everything in the world. It's just, not, it's just not the case. You could read the entire Bible in like 55 hours. You could read the entire New Testament in 12 hours. So you're not gonna have all of these principles or spiritual realities in depth on every single topic, on every single thing. But we do, we do see it in scripture, but even if, again, something's not in scripture, doesn't mean it's not real, especially something spiritual. 
So when we talked about positive, I think we probably talked about it for a few minutes because it's not a concept that's constantly found in scripture. We do see with Jonathan and David, their souls or spirits were connected. They were tied together. And that was not a negative soul tie. It was a positive. And it it really isn't that deep. It's a sense of belonging, a sense of relationship, a sense of love, a deep love for somebody, a deep connection. Like you might have, I know I'm breaking up. You guys are gonna have to refresh the feed. Yeah, some people say it's good. Some people it's breaking up. So uh, it's YouTube. So anyways, you might have 10 friends. I know this is how my life is. And there might be, and they're all Christian friends, okay? They're all good friends. But you might have one or two of those friends that you feel a special connection with. We would call it like, this is my lifelong friend. And maybe a pastor or leader. For me, it would be like a pastor or leader, another Christian minister that relates to me that I, I feel connected with. I feel a special bond with. Some, sometimes, and I don't want to get weird here, but sometimes it's like you can almost finish each other's sentences. There's just that person, like earlier Trinity was saying, Diane is her girl, right? So it could be that person you feel very connected to and you might have 10 friends, but one of your friends, that's the Jonathan and David soul tie, right? Mm -hmm. David had all these mighty men, but there was a special connection with Jonathan. And that's how I have people in my life I have a special connection with. We would call them best friends, but there is a type of, again, I wouldn't do elaborate teachings on this, but there is a type of connection you have with them. In that case, you know, this is someone you're praying with somebody you're ministering with, and I'm using myself for an example, somebody you're reading with and you're sharing life with and you're talking to them about stuff you don't talk with anybody else about and you're, hey, bro, will you pray for me about this? Like, this is your guy, right, if you're a guy or this is your girl if you're a girl. That's that's a positive soul tie because they're bringing health to you. They're bringing you closer to God. Maybe you're discipling them or they're discipling you and you feel a special connection with them. You can't just you know, hey, we're not talking anymore. We're not friends anymore because you feel that connection. Now, is that in the realm of the spirit, are you tied to them? Maybe, I do believe. Again, I don't do long teachings on this because I don't have a lot of scripture for it, so I, I wouldn't be able to get on here and teach an hour on it. But is there a special spiritual connection? I believe there is. Of course, I, again, like I said, Jonathan and David had this connection. I do believe there is some type of spiritual connection in the spirit, Timothy and Paul. You know, there's a spiritual connection with them. We don't need to make theologies on this. We don't need to make doctrines on this. You know, my church website doesn't need to be, we believe in the Trinity, we believe in baptism, and we believe in soul ties. You know, we don't need to add that to our church doctrine or statement of faith. But yeah, I do think it's a biblical reality. And the reason why we talk so much about negative soul ties, because that's what seems to be more commonly misunderstood and what people don't understand and what people deal with. And people say, I don't know why I dated this guy and I had sex with this guy. And now all of a sudden I'm acting like him. I never had anger, but now I have anger. You know, there is, I know there's kids watching, but there are STDs, sexually transmitted demons. And there are, the Bible says when you sleep with somebody, the two become one and your spirit are, spirits are joined together. And the Bible says sex is not merely physical, but it's spiritual. So there is a tying together. And the reason why that is the case is because, hello, sex is only for marriage, in marriage. And when you get married, that's literally the way the two become one is, is, is uh, intercourse. So uh, when you have that outside of marriage, you're breaking God's laws, but the still two are becoming one. And the Bible says like, you wouldn't go see a prostitute because you'd become one with that prostitute. So even out of marriage, it's bad. So again, in the spiritual realm, something happens during uh, physical intimacy. And I'm trying to be kid friendly, I'm sorry. Something happens there in that act, right? In a, ba in a bad way, but also in a good way. Because now you're becoming one with your husband or becoming one with your wife. So that's a good soul tie. 
the, the tie me and my wife have together, the two becoming one, that's a good thing. That's a good connection me and my wife have. A good, a good soul tie. It's a covenant. It's a connecting together. And that could also happen in godly relationships like we see with Jonathan and David, which I'm glad you're asking me this because I need to do more research into this. But then there's the negative element, which the Bible does speak of because it talks about if you, you know, go see a prostitute, you're becoming one with that prostitute, which is a bad thing, which is yes. why fornication is a sin and all that. So maybe that cleared it up a little bit. I, I wouldn't look too deep into it. I wouldn't make it a thing in your life like, hey, I don't go around well, the, the you know, telling reason, people we have soul ties together or anything like that. Yeah. Now, the main reason I was uh, asking is because uh, I do uh, I have a child with someone and I know for sure for a long time it was uh, a soul tie, a bad one. And uh, after seeing your video, like it helped a lot. And um, I know I, I got uh, freed from that. Um, but I still, um, what is it? He's trying um, to be a believer and he's, he's doing his own journey. And I still pray for him. And he's the father of my child, of course. I, I care for him deeply. That's the thing. So I don't know if, if I still have that tie for him. Because the other day, I actually prayed for his future wife, which is like, new for me because i'm i was very jealous and i'm like wow that was the holy spirit like praying yes. for me um but i'm i don't know if 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 what i i feel for him is because of a soul tie or or is because we have you know um, history but um that's why i want a clarification if, if well, a soul listen tie praying for him that he'd have you know praying for his future wife to me that's probably a sign you don't have a soul tie because if you had that ungodly soul tie you would be jealous you would be envious you would be mad you would not be praying for his future wife so to me i would look at that and go like oh that's a sign that i'm i've broken free from that you know i no longer have that tie um and god can break these things god can heal our soul and the trauma we go through in our spirit and all that stuff god can heal god can deliver i know for me i was in a relationship a relationship for four years and when I got saved, I broke up with this girl I was with for four years. That's a long time. Pretty much lived with her towards the end of our relationship and planned to marry her and all that. And God told me, break up with her. That's not your wife. And then months went by and I couldn't stop having dreams about her and thinking about her. And, and God showed me like, you have an unhealthy, ungodly tie to this girl. You need to break this. And I prayed and fasted and, and I got to get rid of this. Anything that has to do with her, I got to get rid of. And then that broke, you know, I don't have that. I didn't have that anymore. So that was kind of my journey into learning about a lot of the stuff and then seeing this in scripture and then going, Oh, whenever you're sleeping around, which you shouldn't be doing, you're connecting yourself spiritually to people. And that's biblical. Like I'm not even, you know, that's not even up for debate. When you're sleeping around, you're connecting yourself to people spiritually. And imagine you sleep with 10 different people. You're giving yeah. yourself away and connecting to 10 different people. And it's just a very dangerous thing. Okay. Um, no, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely still praying for him because, you know, I want him to be good for our son, for the sake of our son. And, and, uh, and yeah, have a, a good parenting to, for him. And, um, but I, I, it's still confusing and, and I'm still praying, but yeah, I, I just don't know, I guess my feelings for him and, but I don't want us to be how we were before when it was just not good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so much for calling in. Yes, thank you so much. Awesome. God bless, bless you. you. Bye. All right, guys, listen. There's an issue with YouTube. The audio keeps cutting out. This has been happening for weeks. It's not on my end. My stuff is clear. I can see on my screen. Facebook is clear. You got to refresh your feed. All right? So mods, let them know. If you're having audio issues, refresh the feed. 
YouTube's looking into it. They're having glitches in their servers. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's not me. It's YouTube. So uh, your boy's clear out here. We're, we're sending clear signal. And I know it's YouTube because this happened at my other studio. And then it's happening at this other this studio. This is my other studio. And so there's no way both studios are having the same issue. It's clear on my end. It's perfectly clear on Facebook. It's perfectly clear on the... Um, the replay, so I know that it's on Facebook. And guys, we have a thousand people on, which is amazing because last week we had 500. We are Friday at noon, which is new. So we're going to have to build this up and get people knowing we're going to be live Friday at noon. But I'm enjoying this. Here's what I'm going to do I got two more callers. I'm going to take the two callers. That'll put us on the hour mark or more. Then I'm going to hang out with the chat and answer questions. So if you have questions, I'm going to speed answer the chat questions for maybe 20 to 30 minutes after I take the call-ins because it's effective to do that. So let's take the last two callers here. We had eight callers, but I think one or two people dropped out. So let's take the last two here. Yeah, a lot of you say the audio is fine. So again, I know it's YouTube because if it's working for some and not working for the others, it's YouTube. All right, Mateo, we are taking you. You can go ahead and turn your mic on. Soul ties are a very interesting topic. Mateo, how are you? Hello, do you hear me? How are you? Um, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Where are you calling in from? Um, I'm from Mexico, so maybe hey, I don't have Mexico. the right accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I like the accent. I was curious. I thought I didn't know where, so I'm glad you told us there. So calling in from Mexico, and what's going on today? Um, I just have a question about... Um, I don't know when was it, but you published a uh, live where you were talking about, um, oh yeah, the demon, demons, is um, and you say that, um, well, well, the question is that how uh, the the verse in the Bible says that greater greater is that who is in me or something like that. I don't know how to. Um, translate it, but maybe you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, then, but how can I say that greater, greater is that who is in me, but yet still, like, I don't know, demon is in me? I don't know. Oh, okay, so you're asking, how could a demon live in me, or I have a demon, if the, if God lives in me and greater is God than than the demon? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good question. So I believe you're talking about first John. Let me look real quick, okay? Because yes. I, I don't have first my John stuff up in four. front of me. First John four four, is that right? Yes. Okay, mm. so so the best yeah. way to interpret scripture and to see the context of a scripture is to look at this basically what comes before that verse and what comes after that verse. So in the original okay. writing, I don't know if you know this, the chapters and verses weren't there. So we added chapters and verses to make it easier to reference things okay so this was all okay. written all together so if you're like i'm confused about said verse all you have to do to figure out what the verse is talking about is look before the verse and look after the verse and this is what we call in theology let the text interpret the text so we're going to look and okay. see if it's talking about demons here and then we'll go on from there okay so let's start i'll, I'll read this for you we're going to start okay. in first john 4 1 okay so the title of this is, you know, we'll go to New King James. Let's just do that just for the sake of clarity. All right. Okay. And this is the title is Discerning False Prophets. That's like the, the heading they put over this. So it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God. 
because many false prophets have gone into the world. Okay, so we know when it's talking about testing the spirits, NLT talks about false prophets, but we're in New King James. It's talking about false prophets prophesying or speaking. And the Bible says when a false prophet is speaking or a prophet tests the spirit that's basically speaking out of them or influencing them, okay? And then it says in verse two, by this, you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. So we're talking about false prophets here speaking. Okay, so if a prophet comes speaking for God, then saying Jesus came in the flesh and you confess that, then that's a spirit from God. If If a person comes out and says, Jesus did not come in the flesh, that spirit is not of God. That, that spirit speaking, that person speaking. Okay, so every spirit that does not confess Jesus come in the flesh is not of God, and that this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and is in the world. Then it says this, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. Okay, so what have we overcome? These Antichrists, these false okay. prophets that we used to listen to. We used to be swayed by them. We used to believe them, and we used to be like, whatever they said, we believed. But what happened now? Okay. Now you're of God. You've overcome them. These Antichrist spirits these false prophets, which again, if you go to other translations like NLT, NIV, they're just going to say false prophets. All right. Then it says this, here's how you've overcome them, these people, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And the he who is in the world is that antichrist spirit that causes people to deny Jesus. So it's talking about not a, not like a demon here in this context of like the spirit in you is greater than the demon in you. It's saying the spirit in you is greater than the antichrist spirit speaking out of them, trying to convince you that Jesus isn't of the flesh, okay? And then look what it says here in verse five. They are of the world. So again, it's not talking about the demons in you. It's saying them, they are of the world. So what's in you is greater than them because they're in the world. They are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world and the world hears them. But then verse six says this, we are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So the whole context of this is, has nothing to do with like demons in us and deliverance and how could a demon and the Holy Spirit live together. The entire context is there's false prophets in the world. They're speaking a false message. They're saying Jesus didn't come in the flesh. And the way you know they're false is because they deny Jesus came in the flesh. But there's a spirit in you. That's the Holy Spirit. That's greater than the spirit in them who's lying to them, who's the antichrist spirit, and you've overcome them because you're children of God. So this this specific text has nothing to do with a demon living in me and how could a demon live in me? I had another guy, a good friend, ask me that. How could a demon live in me if the spirit in me is greater than the spirit in the world? But again, remember, that spirit in the world is the antichrist spirit in false prophets. So it's not talking about demons and Christians, okay? And and another way simpler to answer this how could a demon live in a place the Holy Spirit lives in? And the answer is they don't live in the same place. So we are tri, triune beings, tripart. We are soul, body, yeah, and spirit, right? That. Yeah. So when you get saved, your spirit becomes new. You are born again. You go from being spiritually dead to being spiritually alive. You're a new life. So anyone that's not a believer, they're dead spiritually. When you okay. get saved, your spirit joins with Christ. You are resurrected in Christ. You go from death to life. You're born again. Your spirit's made new, which is how you're born again. You're now born literally again, your spirit. You go from death to life. You come out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's glorious light. And your spirit man is made new and redeemed and righteous and holy and stands before God justified. 
your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotion, okay? That okay. is being redeemed. That is subject to change. And my point is, if you're a Christian with the Holy Spirit in you, can you still have a bad thought? Yes. Can you still think sinful things? Yes. Well, how could I think something sinful if God is in me? Well, because your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotion, which is being redeemed by the word of God, by fasting, by prayer, by consecrating yourself, your soul is being changed. That's why Paul said, I pray that you'd be you know, basically whole in soul, body, and spirit, right? So that part is what's being redeemed. What usually happens is this, the demons in the realm of your soul, your mind, your will, your emotion, some say the demons are in the flesh. I don't mind people saying that, that's fine as well. That part is being redeemed. Your spirit is made perfect. But again, the Holy Spirit doesn't live in the same place as the demon. They're living in different places because you're a three-part being. So the Holy Spirit's in your spirit and the demons are in the realm of your flesh, the realm of your soul. That's why Paul said, nothing good dwells in my flesh. Nothing good lives there. And that literally translates to nothing lives there. Nothing good lives there. So some people say the demons live in your flesh. Some people say they live in your soul. I, I believe they live in the soulish realm which again, we're talking okay. spiritual here, not like physical. And um, that's why the spirit of infirmity is demonic. You know, cancer is demonic, yet you could be a Christian and still be sick, even though sickness doesn't come from God. How could you have cancer in you and God in you if cancer isn't from God? There was no sickness in the garden. Like there was no okay. sickness in the garden. And now sickness is, do you, do you think sickness is of God? No. Does anybody think cancer is of God? No. So if it's physical cancer, how could it be in your body if the Holy Spirit's in your body if it's not from God? Or how could a spirit of infirmity that's giving you cancer be in your body, like the woman in Luke 13, who was 18 years sick because of a demon, the Bible says, how could that be in my body if I'm a Christian? Because the Holy Spirit isn't living in that exact same place. So again, a Christian could have a bad thought, a Christian could do something unholy, a Christian could do a bunch of things even though God is in them. Like God could be anywhere. Doesn't mean, you know, just because a demon's there, God can't be there. So if a demon is, uh, let's just for an example, I know this is a bad analogy, but just to get you to really fully understand this. And I know all okay. the heresy hunters are going to be ripping this clip and all that. I don't really care. If a demon's at Walmart or a demon's at a, a club or a demon's at your house, okay? okay. A demon. Let's say a demon's in your bedroom. Are you saying okay. now the Holy Spirit can't be in your bedroom? Because they they say... The guys that don't believe what I'm teaching right now, they say a Christian can't have a demon. They say now they have to believe, well, if a demon's in your bedroom, the Holy Spirit can't be there because how could a demon and the Holy Spirit be in the same place? And I think that's crazy. Of course the Holy Spirit could be in your bedroom even if there's a demon in your bedroom, right? The Holy Spirit could drive that demon out, but not. it's not always the case because we open the door. And if you're a Christian, if you're a Christian and you go play a Ouija board or you go watch some demonic horror movie, God okay. is not going to protect you just because you're a Christian. If you open the door, a demon can come in. So that's really that's really all it is. If you open a door, a demon can come in, and you can call yourself, I'm a Christian, I have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not going to keep protecting you in disobedience. Will he once or twice? Maybe. But if you dabble in witchcraft as a spirit-filled Christian, you're opening up the door to demonic spirits period, right? And we can go into other verses and I can tell you story after story of pastors I prayed for that got delivered, of Christians that got delivered, of my opinion is deliverance is only for Christians because if you okay. deliver an unbeliever, the demons of Matthew 12, they can just come right back if the house is still yeah. empty. So yeah, I have a lot of videos on this, but at the end of the day, 
the demons are not in the same place. And when you use a verse like that, that's totally fine to use, but the context isn't speaking of demons in us. It's speaking of false prophets in the world. So we just have to look at the context and say, is this talking about a Christian with a demon? No, it's not. And, and there is no Bible verse that says a Christian can't have a demon. It's just not in the Bible. In fact, in Acts okay. chapter 8, Philip preached to them and cast demons out of them. So there's no point in doing deliverance if a Christian can't have a demon. You just need to get them saved, and the demons will automatically leave. Yet the Bible doesn't teach that. So we do need deliverance still. You know, Jesus cast out demons everywhere he went. The New Testament church cast out demons. Uh, Acts chapter 8, the Philip the evangelist cast out demons. It's still very important. I know I just dropped a lot of information on you, bro. I'm sorry if I overloaded you. Do you have any, like, response to that or any thoughts about that? Um, well, I, I quite didn't understand the part of... Um, isn't the spirit of the Antichrist the same as a demon or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. It would be a demonic spirit. But remember, it's talking about the spirit in them. It's spirit in them. So not the spirit in you. It's saying the spirit in you is greater than the spirit in them. So it's not speaking of like me having a demon in the Holy Spirit. It's speaking of them having an antichrist spirit because they're false prophets and they don't have the Holy Spirit. They have an antichrist spirit speaking falsely and the spirit in you could let you, basically could tell that they're false because it's greater than their spirit. So we would agree the Holy Spirit's greater than a demonic spirit. That's what the text is saying. The spirit in you is greater than the spirit that's in them. But it's not saying the spirit in you, the demon in you, the Holy Spirit's greater than the spirit in you. It's basically saying they have an antichrist spirit, which is a demon, is demonic. Let's be clear on that. They're false prophets because they won't say Jesus came in the flesh. But here's the thing. The spirit in you basically knows that Jesus came in the flesh, knows the truth. You're able to tell they're false because you have the Holy Spirit, which is greater than the demonic spirit in them. So the spirit in you is greater than the spirit in them. The spirit in you is greater than the spirit in the world. And we all agree on that. I Those verses I read, I agree 150% with everything in those in those. Um, in those verses. So I hope that clears that clears it up a little bit. It's not speaking of a person with a demon. It's speaking of a spirit in them, which, of course, we all would agree the Holy Spirit's greater than any demon. In fact, the Holy Spirit and demons aren't even on the same category. They're not even in the same weight class. Uh, the better, like, if you're trying to compare a demon, you would compare it to an angel. You'll ne you never would compare a demon to the Holy Spirit because they're not in the same category. The Holy Spirit and Jesus and the Father are infinitely greater than demons. They are the ones that created the demons and then the demons rebelled and got cast out of heaven, which they were angels, yeah. now they're fallen angels. So yeah, we don't even, we can't even compare. That's why the Bible's like, it's greater. It's like the Bible says Jesus is far above every power and principality. We're not even talking the same thing. The only comparison we can make is maybe like Michael the archangel versus like the prince of Persia, which is the demon in Daniel chapter 10. Yeah, yeah. Those you could compare, right? They're both created beings. They're both angels, yeah. one's fallen, one's not. But when we're talking about demons, brother, you know this, I'm, I'm just preaching to the choir. God is infinitely more powerful than any demonic power, any demonic spirit. I mean, there's not even, there's not even a comparison. I'm trying to think of a comparison, but there's no comparison, right? Jesus is so much yeah. greater and so much far above. Well, Does that help you, you out a little bit? Yeah, it was great. Um, I, I didn't expect to talk with you. Like, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> well, thank brother, you so thank you so much for calling in. And hey, I'm glad you're watching from Mexico. I have a bunch of family from uh, Mexico. I'm half, 
half Hispanic. So I love it, brother. Thanks for calling in. And I hope I get to talk to you again someday. And great question, by the way. Great question. I think it was much needed. And I hear that verse all the time. I've never got to explain it like that. So I, th I'm think, I think it's great. We go to scripture and we just look at it and say, what does the text say? And let's reason together. Let's think about this. And I even like that you challenged me on it because I want to be challenged. You know, I want to talk about this and dialogue about this. And I think we need to be able to look at scripture and say, okay, this is what it's talking about. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Take care. Awesome question. Uh, like I said, I had a good friend during an interview kind of push back and say, how could you have a demon if the one in you is greater? Again, we have to look at the context of the verse. We can't just use blanket statements and say, well, the, the Holy Spirit's greater in me, so there's no way I could have a demon. When That's not what the verse is saying. You know, If we're going to use these verses, we have to look at the full context of the verse to be able to distinguish. And again, guys, listen, the, can a Christian have a demon debate? It'll be around if God doesn't come back, if Jesus doesn't come back and tarries, in a thousand years, let's say Jesus doesn't come back, a thousand years goes by, this debate will still be going on. Long, 900 years after I'm here, this debate will be going on. It's been going on for thousands of years. It'll continue to go on. No one will ever fully be convinced. It is what it is, you know? Uh, okay, I I'm gonna stop there because I'll go into a whole sermon. And I'll, I'll answer your questions after. If you guys have more questions like that, I'll answer them after. We're an hour and 10 minutes in. Let's take the last caller here. I cannot pronounce his first name, but they'll tell us when they get in here. All right, so let's see if I can pronounce this. Uh, let's see. Balebinkasi? Balebinkasi. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. You can tell me when you get in here. All right, we're loading the last caller up on Zoom. What did we do? Seven callers? Six callers? We had eight, but a couple people dropped out. I would rather do quality over quantity. So when people ask a question, you guys know I give long answers. I'm a preacher. I want to be thorough. But yeah, we don't get through as many callers. And I realize my fire smoke Hello? things going off how are you i'm very well thank you good how do i pronounce your first name um it's Wishlebenkosi. okay i'm never gonna be able to pronounce that i was trying to pronounce it but yeah we're just gonna call you uh b all right i love that where are you from i'm originally from zimbabwe but living in germany okay so you're from zimbabwe you're living and calling from germany that is amazing Love the yeah. name, um, and I, I don't even want to try to pronounce it because I'm going to feel bad, but it's an awesome, awesome <laughs> name. What time is it where you're at, by the way? Uh, it's almost 10.30 p.m. 10.30 p.m. So we got people all over the world on here today, and I'm, I'm glad we're doing this because sometimes they can't, you guys can't watch when I'm at 6 o'clock, so it gives you guys a chance to get on the lives when I'm at noon. So thank you so much for calling in today. Thank you so much as well. Um, awesome. Well, what's going on? Uh, my question is more like how, how to deal with family, I mean, especially when it comes to finances and in terms of like, I have a very, um, strained and, uh, sometimes frustrate, frustrating relationship with my sister in terms of like where, when I can, when I, when she asks for help that is financially and, uh, I'm, I'm able to help, I do that. But because she, our mother unfortunately passed away when we were still children. I was still, I was 13, I think. I'm and, sorry um, no, it, it's fine. It's been a long time now. So she was a single mom. My parents were divorced uh, as, as long as I can remember. As, I think I was a baby at that time. So I hardly have any contact to my father. 
And so my sister had to then take on the role to then raise me. Um, so now we're adults and I'm like 30, 31, she's like 37. And but she still goes on like mom mode. And sometimes like she guilt trips, guilt trips me when it comes to like finances and she'll be like, you know, I raised you and stuff like that. And I always find it like, I struggle on how to like have boundaries or should I even have boundaries with her when it comes to finances. And I literally have been praying about this for the past two years because I I don't know how to handle the situation. I've had situations where I would get like panic attacks because she would be like asking more of me that I cannot um, give at that time. Uh, so yeah that is more or less the summary version of it yeah i mean biblically you're definitely not required to support her financially i know every country every ethnicity has a different uh let's just say idea of how the family should support the family some cultures like hey you move out you get married your finances are your finances other cultures and other countries you probably already know this are like you have to support your parents or your siblings or your family or whoever makes the most supports the family. And there's a lot of different uh, spectrums on that in different types of cultures. So in America, that's probably least prevalent. In America, it's the culture is more like your money is your money. You're not obligated. Now, of course, like for me, all my family is doing good and doesn't really need the financial help, but I would always help my family if they needed it. And if I was able to help them, like I'm not going to be struggling with my own finances and not be able to pay for my bills and then also trying to be paying for other family. And and then I also have to think about, you know, is your family working? And, and that's a whole nother topic of discussion. As far as the Bible, I'm just trying to think right now. I can't think of any scripture that requires you to support your family financially or to pay for your sister or to pay for your parents or anything like that. I think you have to use your own conviction and your own discretion and you have to look at your finances. You know, if you're super wealthy, then it's like, Hey, you should probably help them out, but you're not required to. If you're not wealthy mm -hmm. and you're struggling yourself, it's like, how am I going to help you if I could barely help myself? So yes. I definitely think it's a tough situation to be in. I think the best thing would be is just being vulnerable with your sister and letting her know where you're at and being like, Hey, I don't want this to cause a strain in our relationship. Um, People get funny with money. That's just how it is. People act weird about money. And sometimes a lot of people don't talk to their family anymore because of money, you know, because the family maybe yeah. thinks they should be paying them or vice versa. And so you definitely don't want, you don't want the enemy to use this to cause a wedge in your relationship. You don't want the enemy Absolutely. to use this to cause division. The best way to clear the air is to talk about this, create boundaries and say, hey, this is where I'm at financially. I can't afford to help you. I love you. I appreciate you. I'll help you if I can, but I don't want this to be contentious. I don't want this to be a thing we're always talking about and arguing about. I don't want this, want this to be a thought. And you're not obligated. In my opinion, you know, your sister might not like that I'm saying this, but <laughs> you're not obligated to support your sister. You're just, you're just not. You're not obligated to. You have your own family. You have your own finances, and you're not obligated. So... Um, that's kind of where I'm at on it. I, I don't have any verses necessarily to give you. I, maybe there are some verses. You know, I don't. Of course, I don't have the whole Bible memorized. I would have to do some research <laughs> on this and look into this. But I would just say, out of the top of my head, I, I don't really see verses that require us to support our family financially. 
Yeah, because like I've had situations like because like I follow your channel and uh, Pastor Vlad, and sometimes I'll be so excited and I'll be just sharing the the good news with her, and she knows how to use like the Bible where she would be like, okay. I see you're like uh, down with the Lord, you're praying and everything. Oh, by the way, can you send me a hundred? Or she'll be like, oh, praise be, like, I don't know, like there's some form of strategic manipulation, which literally, it has made me like lose all the trust that I have for her, honestly. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to lose the relationship that I have with my sister, where sometimes I feel like it's toxic to some extent. Yeah. And where does she and, located? Is she living in an area that is like poverty or doesn't have the financial state you have? Or is there, what, is there a dynamic like that there? Um, yeah, to some extent, of course, uh, my life here is different in Europe as I am getting a steady pay and I am living stably. And uh, back in Zimbabwe, it's not as stable, so to okay, say. Okay, so she's still in Zimbabwe and you're, you're yes. in Germany currently. yes. Yeah, and I think honestly, just being honest, I think a lot of this has to do with her and her mind thinking, okay, I'm over here in an area maybe of, of that's not doing as good, right? Maybe there's some poverty in the area. And here's my sister in Germany, right? The money over there is worth a lot more than the money over here. And it doesn't hurt her to send me and to support me. And that I'm sure a lot of people in the chat struggle with that. Again, I don't have those international ties. Like I don't have family in the Philippines that I need to support. I probably would if I was able to. And I see where yeah. you're like, this is becoming manipulative and becoming, I could totally see that. And that's rough and that's hard. I just think you need to pray and say, okay, Lord, is this something you want me to help with? Is this something you want me to do or not? And then, <laughs> and then move on from there. But it's, it's a hard place to be. And I also sympathize with her because she doesn't have the opportunity. Of, of course, course you have and all of that, of course. And you, I'm sure you, you thought about all of this so many times, yes. but I think that could be why she's so leaning to you is because she's like, Hey, I'm in a place where the money uh, is not there. She's in a place where it is. And maybe she thinks in her mind, it comes easy to you, which it doesn't. Maybe that's something you need to talk about. Like, hey, sis, I work hard for this money. This is not like I'm not getting a free handout. No one's giving me free money. Um, and it's mm -hmm. I don't have it. Or maybe you say, hey, I do have a little bit of extra that I can give you each month. But please, let's no don't ask me for anything more than that. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want this to be a topic of conversation. I'm going to send you this on a recurring basis. And that's going to be it. And if I can afford more, I will. And if I can't, I won't. But um, you definitely don't want that a dynamic in your relationship. So you just maybe need to be open with her and say, this is where it's at and it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, thank you so much. And like, um, I would like just like a small prayer. I was actually in a car accident yesterday. Oh no. And, um, I was released from the hospital today and I'm like in pain even right now when, as I speak, but yeah. I was like, I, I need to like, <laughs> Uh, log in and uh, ask for wisdom in that situation uh, but Absolutely. I have another situation as well so I would greatly appreciate that <laughs> yep father we just pray right now God for our sister we just pray Lord that you'd bring healing from the top of her head to the soles of her feet we pray for the healing power of God to touch you right now father we just pray all pain would be healed right now all nerve damage ligaments tendons every cell in her body we pray would be healed and restored in Jesus name God, I just pray there would be no lasting damage. We just ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill that room right now. God, send your ministering angels to minister to her. Touch her body right now, Lord, and just bring complete healing and wholeness. In Jesus' name, God, we just pray that she'd be healed. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we say be healed, 
and be made whole right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray, touch mm-hmm. her body, heal her body, give her peace of mind, remove any trauma, remove any fear, and just right now, I pray, Holy Spirit, sweep over her body with your healing touch. God, we know you are a God that heals, you are a God that restores, you are a God that delivers. So God, right now, we pray you would touch her. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you amen. so much. God bless you, sister. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. We're praying for you, and I hope to talk to you again. Thank you. All right. You have a great day. All right. God bless. All right, guys. Let's take some questions and hang out with the chat for a tiny bit. That was our first Let's Talk Supernatural from the studio. Do you guys like the studio? Do you not? It's much different. I'm sitting here in a chair. Uh, it's a different setting. It's a different setting. Let's just put it that way. But I do like it. I did enjoy being at the studio. I'm going to film here. Unfortunately, I don't use the studio as much as I would like to. I need to figure out a way to integrate this more into my, I don't know, into my schedule, I guess you'd say, and do more in-person podcasts. The in-person podcasts don't really do much better than the regular podcast, so sometimes it feels hard to justify flying someone out, putting all the work in to get people here in person, but we do have an in-person podcast in just a few weeks here, which you'll hear about that soon, but yeah. That's the call in. If you guys want to partner with the ministry, the giving links are not on screen. They usually are, but hey, here we are. The giving links are in the chat and in the comments. Pray about becoming a monthly partner. Also for next year, pray about becoming a monthly partner. A lot of people partner for a year. So a lot of our partnerships are getting canceled right now. A lot of them. And so we're asking for new people to partner or some of you that have canceled, continue your partnership for 2024. That helps us out tremendously. You can give on isaiahsalabar.com slash partner. You can give one time down below. All of our content is free. So we're basically supported by the viewer. That's how we survive is we're viewer supported. So there's that. All right, let's read the chat. Audio is cutting out badly right now. Yeah, you're gonna have to refresh the feed. Unfortunately, that's YouTube. There's nothing I can do about that. Boo, YouTube. You're, you're just gonna have to refresh. A sound's cutting out again. What are people, what are we doing out here at YouTube? Multi-billion dollar company and they can't even get the audio fixed. Yes, this is a separate location uh, from my home studio. My other studio is at my house. This studio is literally at a studio that we, that we have, that we built, which we need to use more. It looks very nice, doesn't it? I think it looks great. Little plant, little life. Man, this is so bad. I'm going to give this one more try. Oh. Uh, so bad how do you guys drink sparkling water Uh. that is so bad I don't know how you guys drink sparkling water I can't even think I can't even think when I drink that sparkling water oh it's so bad I need my hint water Uh. my bones hurt my bones are shaking when I drink the sparkling water fix the audio brother it is fixed it's not my problem it's YouTube Facebook is fine. It's all fine. It tastes like TV static. Yes. Oh, that's so bad. The audio is fixed. It's YouTube. Refresh your feed. Refresh your feed. Yeah, I don't know how you guys are drinking sparkling water out here. So bad. I prefer sparkling water to hint water. Oh, I hate, I can't. I even have this one, which is even worse. This Pellegrino. So bad. Yeah, this one. I'm, there's no, I, I'm convinced there's no sparkling water in heaven. I'm convinced. Uh, the number to call, we're, we're not doing call-ins anymore. We're done. We've been an hour and 30 or hour and 23 minutes. It literally makes my bones tickle whenever I drink that sparkling water. My whole body hurts. 
Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. 90% of you are saying the audio is good and five to 10% are saying it's bad and cutting out. So you got to refresh to YouTube. Refresh. Well, I don't know why I did this little rainbow. Refresh this interpretive dance. What is this? Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. Refresh. Refresh. I'm not trying to put a spell on you. I'm just saying refresh. Try bubbly or LaCroix. This is literally what I just tried. My mouth still tastes like this literally tastes like liquid gingivitis. It's black raspberry. It doesn't matter. I tried two different sparkling waters here in the studio fridge and they're both bad. So bad. Audio's good. Yes, it's not me, it's you. Let's just say it that way. Sounds like a bad relationship. It's not me, it's you. Said every bad relationship ever. Hint water's good. Not the refresh spell. <laughs> yeah. Tastes like battery juice. Thank you. I'm glad some of you agree. All right, how do I close doors spiritually? Um, I don't know what I mean by closing them. Just make sure there's no ungodly demonic activity in your life, I guess. Please explain the threshold demons. I don't know what that is. I don't know what a threshold demon is, to be honest. It's not that bad. It is. Question, church leaders that haven't read the whole Bible? Uh, it depends on what level. If you're a senior pastor, you should probably have the whole Bible read. But a church leader... I don't know if you have to have the whole Bible read. By the way, can you guys hear my smoke alarm battery low? Because it's chirping and it's irritating me. I should probably change the batteries out. Is ADD or ADHD a demon? I don't think it's always a demon, but I think uh, you can definitely have a demon that gives you those symptoms. The audio is bad. I'm going to show you guys how the audio is not bad because I'm going to log in on YouTube right now. And I'm live here. Yeah, it's clear. It's not cutting out. Clear, not cutting out at all. Yeah, it's clear. So it's just some people, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Smoke alarm distraction. No, I can't hear it. Okay, good. Is it okay to bring stuff home from beaches and oceans because of the marine spirit world? You're fine. You bring home a, a seashell. There's no demon on the seashell. Don't worry about that. All right, I'm not even going to talk about the audio anymore. The mods can handle it. I'm going to hold myself back from talking about the audio. Thank you, Isaiah, for talking with me. I gotcha. Thanks for calling in, Mateo. I think that's Mateo, right? I don't know. Okay, after, when casting out demons, after a demon leaves, a person can enter into an um, into innocent bystander. I don't think so. Uh, we command them to go into the abyss or the pit. Sorry, my nose itches. We command them to go into the abyss or the pit so they can't enter into random people. We take them out of circulation in a sense. And also, you got to remember that when Jesus cast up demons, he was doing it in public. And nowhere in the Bible do we see Jesus or the disciples worried about demons jumping out of one person into another. Zay, just answer the questions. Audio is fine. Okay, I got you. Keep me on track. Keep me on track. My mind wanders. Can I bring a merman, merman home from the ocean? I wouldn't. Okay. Difference between a demonic spirit and a human spirit. Bob Larson teaches this. Are you asking me what's the difference? Dissociative identity disorder? Yeah, I think those are different demons manifesting in the person. That's what I think DID is. Multiple demons manifesting in the person. I have an interesting video for this weekend. I'm still debating on whether I'm going to release it or not, but it kind of talks a little bit about some of this stuff. But I'm still, I'm still debating on whether I'm going to release it or not. 
It might be too intense. Let's just put it that way. The videos that I might, I'm planning to release this weekend, they are, let me think, not kid-friendly. So I'll make sure I say that in the beginning, though. It's very, I have a very interesting demographic. I have a lot of kids that watch, but then a lot of, obviously a lot of adults. My biggest demographic is like 18 to 40. So I have to just, I have to just be, use discretion and, and let kids know like, hey, this is not the video for you. Your mom's calling you, go clean your room, that type of thing. All right, Isaiah. Okay, let me see. Trying to wrap my head around fully detaching from secular music and movies. A good song that is from The Soul is a gorgeous thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say be careful. I don't listen to any secular music personally because I know the power that music has. And uh, I don't want that in my spirit or my soul. But you definitely need to use discretion. I don't believe we should be listening to secular music. Isaiah's funny. Thank you, Naomi. Guys, when people are commenting, the audio is cutting out. It's so hard not to say something, but I hear Trinity in the back of my head saying, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, mom and kids here know of you and watch with me. Mom here and kids know of you and watch with me. Yeah, 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 for sure. I have little kids and stuff that watch sometimes. I just got to be careful. So it's hard. I'm, I'm, I want to say it how it is and I want to expose the enemy, but I also want to be discretion with kids. So there's some things I just like... It's really hard, but I'll, I'll for sure when I make videos that are, I've told you guys before, like Nayla's testimony, this is not for kids. This is not for kids. I'll make sure I say that. I checked YouTube and the audio cuts out here in Facebook. It's okay. Yeah. So someone said on Facebook, it's good. Yeah. I, I'm going to reach out to YouTube. I don't know. I don't know why some people are having issues. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Question, am I under a curse if I don't tithe to the church? Good question, Jared. And my answer is no. No. In the New Testament, you are not under a curse if you don't tithe. I had a video on tithing. I took it down. I put another video on tithing. I think you should set money apart for the church or a ministry or a preacher that you listen to. But I don't think you're cursed if you don't tithe. Not in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, there was some type of curse, which I don't even want to get into that. But no, if you don't tithe, you're not under a curse. The sound is good on YouTube. Yeah, like I said, it's 10% of the people have bad sound. It's not me. It's you. It's not me. It's you. It's not me. It's, it's YouTube's issue, honestly. But yeah, I get it. It's frustrating. It frustrates me too. I'm a nerd. It frustrates me that the audio is messed up. I've been streaming for going on five years and never had these issues, but here we are. YouTube's, yeah. I don't know. Are panic attacks from a demon sometimes, but not always? Where do you tithe to my local church? But I also give finances to a bunch of different ministries and people. Sparkling water's good? No, it's not. Not for me. My taste buds die when I drink sparkling water. They die. So not for me. It's not good. Maybe for you it is. What, what angle do you guys like? Regular or zoomed in? Regular or zoomed in? Regular or zoomed in? All right, yeah. Now it's all about sound. It's all good. I live with my mom who practices witchcraft, but I'm a Christian. Does it affect me spiritually if I don't take part in it? Patrick, I think you're protected by the Holy Spirit and you're fine. Just as long as you're not opening the door. A curse without a cause can't land. So you'll be good. Zoomed in. Okay. Unanimously, everyone's saying zoomed in. Who you have on next? I'll announce soon. 
Guys, are you proud of me? I've been going live three times a week. During the summer, I only went live twice a week. And I'm, I'm really trying. Every week, something comes up where I, I shouldn't be able to go live. But I just say, you know what? I got to go live. So remember, the first seven days of the year, we're going to be live every day for seven days praying. That's how we're starting the year. We're not starting with a podcast or teaching, which, of course, you know, as we pray, I'll be teaching as well. Seven days of prayer, the first seven days of the year. We're proud of you. Thanks, mom and dad. Thank you. Are white candles demonic? No. I had a divine appointment today over a flat tire. That's amazing. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You're a good brother. You got a family to care for. Thank you, Amy. We're proud of you. Thank you, Melanie. Oh, man, I just feel so good. You're all proud of me. Last week, we had 600 on. Today, we peaked at 1,300. So it's growing. It's growing the Fridays at noon. Once more people find out we're actually live at noon, it'll grow. And we're reaching new people as well because they're international and people, whatever. I already told you guys I'm not living my life based on the numbers. I don't care. Uh, it's too draining seeing numbers go up, down, and worrying and all that. It doesn't matter. God will draw people if I keep doing what he tells me to do. It is what it is. You guys like how I rebuke myself mid-sentence? I'm like, okay, why am I talking about numbers? What candles do I use for what? I mean, if you're just using candles, just use candles. Zoomed in. Okay, we're a little delayed here. It's all good. Only demonic if you've been in New Age and still have all of them. Yeah, if you have New Age candles, for sure. Get rid of them. Can insomnia be demonic? Yes, but not always. Um, can Catholics go to heaven? That's, that's for another day. That's for another day. Your ministry has helped me from being backslidden. That's amazing. Praise God for that. What time will the live prayer start? Okay. The live prayer in the first seven days of the year will be Monday at noon, Tuesday at noon. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys, what am I saying? My mind just went blank and I started saying random things. I'm, that's not at all the schedule. That is not the schedule. <laughs> what is wrong? Okay, let me restart. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get this sparkling water. It's some weird spirit came on me. Monday at 6 o'clock. What am I saying? In my mind, I knew what I was supposed to say, but I just kept saying the wrong thing. Monday. All right, here we go. Monday at 6 o'clock. Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Wednesday at 6 o'clock, Thursday at 6 o'clock, Friday at noon. See what I did there? Saturday at 6 o'clock and Sunday at 6 o'clock. Man, my nose itches. It feels like a bug crawled up it. Okay, so 6 o'clock every day except for Friday. And then Friday, we will be live with the podcast with in-person guests, which I'll announce soon. So we have eight streams the first seven days of the year. That's a good way to start. What time zone? Pacific. I'm in California. Everything's always Pacific time. Are phobias demonic? They can be. They can be. It's hard to say when you guys ask, like, is this demonic? Because it can be, but it not, it's not always. There's other factors in, involved in some of these things. Like if you say a sickness demonic, it can be. But sometimes you can get sick from natural causes. Sometimes you can get sick from a demon. Okay? Remember, guys, I have a lot of... The difference is there's no background music. Huh? 
You guys want background music? Let me see. Yeah, I have background music. Oh, wait. How do I turn that on? Hmm. Nico, help. Oh, here we go. There we go. Tell me if that background music's too loud. Or uh, tell me if you can even hear it, honestly. But I do have music on now. Actually, you know what? I could just turn it on on my phone because we're chilling here. It is a lot more comfortable sitting here streaming. I'm not going to lie than sitting at a desk. It's a lot more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? All right. Let's see. Hold on. Quiet. Let's hear it. Hold on. I'm listening on my phone. What music is this? Better with music? Yeah, especially my awkward silences. I don't even know what music that is, but cool. Cool. Does it sound good? Sounds like some EDM. I think it's Synthwave. Wait, that's probably too loud. All right, there we go. I'm figuring this all out. I don't think I have Carl on this screen, do I? No, I don't. Not on this screen. I could probably add him, but you know what? It's okay. Armando, thank you for the, do the donation, brother. God bless you, brother. Love all that you do. May the Lord keep using you abundantly. Thank you, Armando. Do you guys remember when I used to read donations super fast? That's when we used to get a lot of donations. Not, not saying we don't anymore, but people give other places now. They give on the website more than they give on PayPal. In the early days, everybody gave on PayPal on screen. I used to read the donations very fast. You guys remember that? Good old days, you know what I'm saying? Love your 80s music, thanks. Music's too loud? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, let me check it. Let me check it, let me check it, let me check it. It's, it, might, it I, I believe you, I believe you. Hold on, let me see. Is it too loud? It doesn't seem too loud to me. Does it really seem too loud? All right, not too loud. Yeah, I'm leaving it. It's perfect, someone said. I love these cameras too. Whoever just said love your camera, thank you. All right, any other questions? Now everyone's saying not too loud. I should probably get off here and record. I have work to do. I have to record videos. You can't hear it? Hmm. I could hear it. How do you not hear music? Maybe you have my volume real low. I don't know. I can definitely hear it though. My question for you guys is, how do you drink sparkling water without wanting to pass out? My ears, all caps. What does that mean? What picture profile do you use for your camera? The colors are amazing. I'm not using a picture profile. I was using the, if you're using a Sony picture profile 13, which is... What is it called? Um, what is the picture profile called? S-Cinetone. That's what I used to use. Now I'm using no picture profile. I'm just using the lighting, 6500K white balance as a set temp filter. So set white balance, 6500K, and uh, you know on the temp filter setting. And my camera is a Sony FX3 with a 85mm 1.4 G Master Pro lens. So, you know, the lens is where it's at. You already know that if you're asking camera questions. And the camera is amazing. I can't recommend the Sony FX3 enough. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. And guys, I want to start vlogging at some point, maybe one time, I don't know. I literally have a camera just set up for vlogging that's been sitting on my counter for like weeks because I just can't get myself to do it. I can't get myself, but I'm going to, I'm going to force myself. My life is not really like, 
it sounds bad to say, but I, I, it's not like I don't have all these like exciting things, you know, it's not I'm not like, hey guys, welcome to the video. Today, we stacked up 12 trampolines and we're gonna see how, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm 32, four kids, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and some of my life, it's like, I wanna keep, you know, private for my kids as well. There's a weird balance. So I have to figure it all out. I have to figure it all out. And I wanna do evangelism videos and all that type of stuff too. It's just time, time, getting it in my schedule. Stream on your unicycle until you fall off. That would be hilarious, Shane. I do have an electric unicycle, yes. I'm that type of nerd. Been watching from your television. Love your voice, Trinity. Yeah, you got through. I'm not giving up till you see my comment. I, I see it, Em. I see it. Uh, somebody asked earlier why I haven't talked about Greg Locke's debate. What, what is there to say? Can you deliver yourself? Yes, you can. You can do self-deliverance, absolutely. Or you can check my deliverancemap.com and get deliverance with somebody in your area. Are you reading Facebook? I'm reading both, sister. You have a pet? Yes, we have three cats, I think. Three cats and a dog. Um, you guys said, like, why are you avoiding talking about Greg Locke's debate? What do you want me to say? I don't have any comment. What do you, what do you guys want me to say? I don't believe in flat earth. I've already told you guys a million times. I'm a round earth. I'm a round earther. Uh, the young man who got shot in the head is still alive. His wife posted an update a couple days ago, and they're still praying for him. She said he has a long way to go, but keep praying. So he is still alive. We just need to keep praying for him. Do you know Richard Lorenzo? Yes, I've had him on my podcast. What debate? I think Pastor Greg Locke did a debate about round versus flat earth. It was like five hours, I believe. But yeah, I don't have any comments on it. I'm around Earth. So what do you want me to say? It's not a salvation issue, guys. You don't need to be like, oh, I can't listen to you no more because you believe the world's round and I believe the world's flat. It's fine. Here's what I would say to you if you're a flat earther. Send me a video or picture at the end of the Earth. Has anybody found the end of the earth yet? Let me know. Round earth like a pickleball. Thank you, Jared. Jared, you're always coming with the clutch comments. Yes. The earth is the same shape as the greatest ball in history, and that is the pickleball. Yes, absolutely. Because of pickleball, I'm round earth. But yeah, for you flat earthers, I just want to see one picture or video of the end of the earth. There are angels guarding those gateways. Where are the angels at, brother? Show me the angels. Show me a video of somebody getting killed by those angels or a video of the angels or somewhere where you can't pass through the invisible force field. Like, this isn't Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. There's no invisible force fields in the world that we can't cross. So, yeah, you tell me. That's all I want to know. I just, if I could see one video of somebody showing the edge of the earth, if it's flat, I already know what you're going to say. It doesn't work like that, brother. I don't know. I don't want to get into flat earth here. Just, yeah. I need an HD video. Yeah, don't be sending me that, you know, 280p, 240p, 130p, 360p, shaky, blurry. Don't be sending me no, you know, uh, Bigfoot footage like that. 
We love you and need you. Pastor Isaiah, thank you, Misty. Appreciate you. The edge picture is Antarctica ice wall. I'm not convinced. So there's an ice wall that no one's ever gone over. You can't fly over. So what about when people fly a plane over the Antarctica ice wall and they keep flying and then they go to the... I mean, is there... I'm not trying to laugh. I, I, I'm not trying to be rude. It's just, I don't understand. Hopefully, I don't think a satellite camera is deceiving. Oh, trust me. I think if you're a flat earther, you don't believe in satellites or pictures from space or anything like that. How'd you get so knowledgeable about the Bible? I read it a lot of times and I've been preaching for 13 years. It just comes over time. And if you don't know, I have an obsessive personality. So I've been obsessed for 13 years with God, which is good. But I have to be careful what I get into because I get obsessed with anything I get into. Hence why uh, I can't stop talking about pickleball. Yep. But you're making me laugh. I'm glad. What about the firmament? What about the firmament? Why was China satellite on a balloon? You tell me. You know what's so funny? It's like, oh no, a Chinese spy balloon. Like, what are they spying on? It's like when people tell me, brother, don't have, leave your TV on. The government's watching or don't leave your phone on. I'm like, they, they could watch. What are they going to see? The government's going to be like, oh, look, he's playing pickleball again. Oh, look, he's live streaming again. Like, what is it? You think the government really cares and wants to watch me? Come on now. I literally live stream hours and hours a week. I'm not worried about people watching me. You know who David Hernandez is? Yes, I've had him on the show multiple times. Do you need to do daily deliverance? No, I don't think you need to get delivered every day. But part of the Lord's prayer was deliver us from evil. And that was, you know, daily. He's casting out demons again. Yeah. The government's like, here he is again, casting out demons. Look at these people faking it, fake actors. Maybe the heresy hunter are the true government. All right. I think I'm going to get off here because now I'm just rambling. Now we're talking about flat earth. When you start talking about this rounded flat earth government stuff, it's, it's the time to be like, all right, here we go. We got work to do. What church do you preach at? Life Song Church in Stockton, California. But I don't preach there very, very often because I'm doing this full time. Lots of comments, guys. I'm trying to read them all. There's so many. I'm trying. Help. What's your favorite Italian food? Probably right now, fettuccine Alfredo, which I just realized I have some in my fridge. But I'm, I'm not at my house right now, so I should probably film and then get home so I can eat it. Let's grab his chicken legs, guys. Facts. Facts. I've seen better legs on a table. Preach. I have a video on speaking in tongues. I would go watch if you're curious about how to speak in tongues. Are you Hispanic? Yes. Half. Well, a quarter Hispanic, a quarter Spanish. But yeah, that's a whole nother. And 3% black, and that's a true statement. But anyways, that's a whole nother topic. Is a pickleball and a wiffle ball the same? A pickleball is a little bit smaller than a wiffle ball, but similar. Isaiah's going to Mars with Elon Musk against the Bible. I don't know what that means, but I'm definitely not going to Mars. I don't even like going to the grocery store, let alone, let alone going to Mars. How do you deal with doubt? I asked the Lord to help my unbelief. Alyssa wants you to hurry, laugh out loud. Well, I'm actually at my studio right now. I'm not at home. 
And uh, yeah. The man is Bantu. You know, I'm 3% from the Bantu tribe. Just saying. Is there a link between phantom smells and demons? Demons definitely have a scent and a smell, if that's what you're asking. Please help my daughter. She has a demon. Check out our deliverance map. Oh, I, didn't even, I'm, I didn't even button the last button on my... You can tell I don't wear button-ups often. Um, go to deliverancemap.com and find someone in your area to do deliverance on your daughter. They'll get to you way quicker than I'll be able to. Will you do a video about Daddy Yankee? Okay, here's why I didn't do a video about Daddy Yankee because there's already like a thousand videos about it. Praise the Lord, it's awesome. I don't know what else to do. Maybe I'll do like a short on it, but I can't talk 10 minutes about it. It's already, everyone's already covered it. It's awesome though, all these celebrities getting saved. My husband Solomon says, what's up? What's up, Solomon? I bet you $100 you can't cure me from my schizophrenia. Uh, I wouldn't bet on something like that. And I can't do anything. I can't cure anyone. It's God who cures and heals and delivers. So you're right. I can't cure you. But through the power of prayer and deliverance, you can get free. If that's what you're asking. Who's Daddy Yankee? Some big time, uh, I don't know, rapper or something? Musician? Reggae artist? I don't know. It wasn't like, I don't know what they call it. I'm going to make myself look even more dumb than I already do. But yeah, he got saved, and he is huge, 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 huge. Has billions of plays on his songs. I thought about inviting him on the podcast to share. I, I know he speaks English, but we'll see. How do you say that? Is that reggaeton, ragatone, ragione? Is that pasta? I don't know. Can you speak Italian? No. Mario Sparza and Nicholas Bowling. I'll look them up. Yeah, he's a Puerto Rican artist, one of the biggest. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that. Ragatone. Oh, ragatone. Okay. Ravioli, Chef Boyardee. Gotcha. Where's the square root of infinity? I have no clue. I don't even know what the square root of 19 is. I haven't done math class in like. 13 years. No, he's huge. He has billions of plays on his songs. He's, he's huge. And he says he's um, basically retiring, leaving everything for Christ. Ray Gatone. Ray Gatone. Ray Gatone. Alfredo. Ray Gatone. Alfredo. Got it. What's better, cats or dogs? Cats. Ray Gatone. Ray Gatone. El Chapo. I don't know. Are you learning Spanish? I want to, just like I, uh, yeah, I have a list of things I want to do, you know? I want to get better at pickleball, you know what I'm saying? I want to memorize the whole Bible. There's a lot of lists of things I want to do. I want to write a book, which I need to do, which I will be doing soon. What's the fastest way to grow closer with God? Or what are ways? Reading your Bible. I know you want a better answer than this, but this is literally the best way. Reading your Bible and spending time in the secret place. Do those two things and you'll get closer to God. And why am I holding up two like this? Illuminati confirmed. Two. If I do this, people are going to say, you're in the Illuminati, he's doing the triangle eye. If I do this, two, they're going to say he's holding up the peace sign. If I do this, they're going to say, that's the backwards upside down cross peace sign. Like y'all are out here seriously stretching. You guys are trying so hard. 
crazy. That's not how you say it. I don't know. Isaiah and his enunciations are comedy. You know, you guys have to also remember, I'm going to give you guys a little tri a tip here since you're here and we're two hours in and I'm just babbling at this point. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a little advice. You might not believe this, but sometimes I try to be funny and sometimes I act dumb or say things wrong to try to be funny. Okay, like pronouncing LaCroix. Earlier I was saying like LaCroix. I already know it's LaCroix, right? LaCroix, am I even saying it right? But I'm just, it doesn't, it's not funny if I'm right about it. So, so sometimes I legitimately can't pronounce these things. Let's be clear on that. But sometimes I'm doing it to be funny. Like when we did our cooking stream and you guys are like, you really don't know how to crack an egg? Guys, obviously I was doing it to be funny. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, sometimes I'm acting dumb to be funny. And sometimes I literally don't know how to pronounce these things. So you'll have to figure out what's what. But either way, either laugh or cringe or don't do anything. We do need to do another cooking stream. But yes, that was a comedy stream. We were, I truly have not cooked like to that level before. So that was true. But some of the stuff was just to be funny. Isaiah's writing a book in 2024? Yes, I am. I will have a book out next year, 100%. You can't cut an onion? I literally can't. My eyeballs are allergic and hate onions. All right, I love you guys. You know what's crazy? I could stay live all day. I could do these live streams for like seven or eight hours straight with no problem. Like two hours is love it. I could stay on here all day. But filming videos for YouTube? Ugh. I can't be bothered. I hate it. Oh, I don't want to. It takes me so long. It takes me an hours to do a five minute video. But I love being live. I don't know what it is. I think I just, my brain works better when I'm live and I don't know what I'm going to say. And it's just spontaneous and who knows what's going to happen. And I might fall out of my chair drinking sparkling water. The power might go out. I don't know. But anyways. Yeah, the onions. Go watch my cooking stream on my live tab. It was funny. I, I literally bought a new laptop just so I can do live streams like that and other live streams without it chopping up and we lost connection. Anyways, yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's no editing on live streams, so that's why I like it. But it's not optimal, but who cares? We're still going to be doing lives next year. I don't care. You'll be like, you should just record it. You'll get 10 times the views. I don't care about that. I'd rather just be live and have a community of just funner. Raise your hand if you love live streaming better than pre-recorded videos. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I'm on a PC, Ada. And I don't think I have an ending screen. Yeah, I definitely don't have an ending screen set up. So this is going to be awkward. And we're just going to be like, bye. And that's it. Do you like kombucha? No, I don't. Um, I like both equally. That's good. I like live streaming way better. I like watching live streams way better too. The Lord loves you. Thank you, Chanel. All right, this is our goodbye here. It's going to be an awkward one because I forgot to make an ending stream screen. Let me first of all stop recording. You guys remember? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiasaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.